0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, I'm going to be talking about whether you could get your wife to have sex with you for a million dollars and how to use that thought experiment, not in order to depress yourself, but in order to cultivate the exact opposite, a feeling of proactivity and agency in your marriage, which is so sorely lacking among many men. Uh, before that, we do... Do want to tell you and I mean the royal we because it's only me uh, want to tell you to subscribe um, because most recently I talked about why women actually want you to pick out the clothes they wear um, not exactly not all women but it is uh, something for you to listen to especially if you think that she would rather that you have no preferences in any domain like some sort of amorphous blob that exists to have a paycheck so all right, back to the topic at hand um, could you get your wife to have sex with you for a million dollars? And for those of us who like to really have the details on all thought experiments, you are not allowed to tell her about the million dollars because then, yes, she would have sex with you. But um, and then she would put that right into the kids college funds. But anyway, um, could you do it? Most guys say they could do it. Most guys say that for a million fucking dollars or a gun to their head, you know, if they're more of an anxious sort that needs a fear motivator, um, they say they could do it. They could get laid, you know, but then why aren't you, right? (laughs) What are the special talents that you would mobilize in order to get laid in this sci-fi film where you got a million dollars in order to do so? What would you do? I'll tell you what a lot of guys think when they actually give this some thought. And these are the guys who are like, I couldn't even get laid. Like, no matter what, I try. She rejects me. Blah, blah, blah. Mopity, mope. So what would change if you actually, like, if, if there was a lot, if you had a lot of skin in the game, right? More so than you have. And in fact, more urgency than you have, because you only have, you know, 24 hours to get this million dollars, right? They should do a porno like this, you know, it'd be so funny. Like, can a guy sleep with a 100 women for a million dollars by midnight, you know? Um, But anyway, uh, could you get your wife to sleep with you for a million dollars? Yes. What would you do? You would be like super awesome, man. You would be super romantic. You would immediately call a babysitter. You would like whisk her away to like some sort of romantic setting. You would like, I mean, so let's say it's like 8 a.m. You get your marching orders. You would turn to her. You would say, I love you so much. We're not, you know, connecting. Like we need to focus on this marriage. I'm going to take today off of work, you know, because like this is so urgent. I love you. Like our life is passing us by. Uh, Let's spend the whole day together. Or let's say she's a neurosurgeon and she has a a child brain surgery on the docket. Then you would say, as soon as you're done with work, I'm picking you up. I'm getting a sitter. I'm taking you out to dinner. I love you so much. And you would be super romantic and loving. And then you would initiate sex by kissing and looking her in the eyes and telling her that you love her so much hopefully. Hopefully you would do that. Hopefully you wouldn't just like make some joke and honk her boob because then, my friend, you would not get the million dollars. So if you could put on your A-game in this, um, you know, fantasy universe where you would get a million dollars for having sex with your wife, why aren't you doing this shit on the regular? You know, and there's some guys who are like, I couldn't do any of that. You know, she wouldn't, I mean, I guess I could do it, but she wouldn't respond to it no matter what. I could be sobbing about how much I love her and there could be like violin players that I flew in from Italy or whatever. And we're like in a fucking gondola because we teleported to Venice and she still wouldn't have sex with me. Well then my friend, why are you still in that relationship? why are you still in that marriage right I mean like if you literally couldn't get her to have sex with you if your life depended on it and if sex is important enough to you to have listened to a podcast with this title then why 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 are you still in that relationship it's usually because you have toxically low levels of self-esteem and self-worth and if you're you know um, an ongoing listener probably you saw a sexless marriage growing up and you just cannot imagine that like a man would be able to have any agency over getting a woman to love him more and then you're completely completely wrong people can make one another love each other whatever my pronouns are getting messed up you have agency over making your wife love you more. Doesn't she have agency over making you love her more? Think about it. If she just, like, smiled at you more and seemed happier to see you and whatever, wouldn't you love her even more than you do now? Or at all if you don't? You know, yes, of course. Even your damn kids could make you love them more. It's not PC to say it, but if, they're, if they act nice, <laughs> you feel a lot more love in your heart than if they're acting spoiled and entitled, right? So come on now. You got to admit reality. Reality is, you know, you through a combination of your genes, the environment in which you were raised, your previous experiences – and your disappointing marriage, you are now depressed, likely, and um, that depression manifests as passivity, apathy, and hopelessness, and a feeling of paralysis vis-a-vis sex, or really anything uh, involving your wife, or possibly in a, you know, much more macro way, you feel completely frustrated at work, and with friends, and just anywhere in the world, you feel kind of paralyzed, and, and demoralized, and stuck, and like everything is fucking hopeless, and why even try, if you do feel like that then you are that is depression and then you ought to be talking to somebody about it and or going to a medical provider to try out whatever the hell you can to get yourself not depressed but that is not a reality there are so many more women like it's so funny you know when you're like couples counselor like people come in the guy will be like yeah well it was off to a bad start I'll say how was the week they'll say well we had a fight and he'll say oh it was off to a start from the beginning I said x she didn't like it and then the day was shot. So invariably I turn to the woman and I say, obviously, is there any way, you know, that he could have made that day better? Uh, She's like, yes. I was like, tell me some ways. And she like rattles them off instantly. Oh, if he had immediately apologized, if he had looked me in the eye after that, if he didn't just go into the living room to sulk for the rest of the day, um, if he had tried to come over and hug and kiss me, if he had, you know, maybe planned some time for us to spend together, if he had validated what I had said. And like, you could be like, oh, yeah, she talks a good game, but none of that shit would have worked. Well, that's stupid to say, right? (laughs) When somebody tells you something that would work for them, why not try to fucking believe them before you tell them that they're bullshit? Then you could be like, oh, well, I've tried everything. No, you haven't. That's narcissistic to think that. Nobody's tried everything, right? Nobody's a perfect person that can try everything. But I know from being a human as well as working with multiple humans that there is always something that can put somebody into a better mood. Always, always, always 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 your wife could have just got fired at work and like one of the kids got in trouble at school and she feels fat and it's the day before her period and there are plenty of ways that you can make that day better and plenty of days I, I know you don't disagree with this that you can make that day worse but most guys think that they could only make it worse they can't make it better you can make it better but if you don't know how and if you think that like the amount of effort that I was talking about before when I was doing the fantasy of what you would do if you needed to get or sleep with you, just sounds completely off the wall and like something you couldn't pull off, then you should be going to therapy or coaching, you know, where somebody can really help you lean into the best part of yourself and help you brainstorm ways that you could potentially act in a more confident, assertive, loving manner vulnerable too, because it's very vulnerable to tell your wife, you know, I love you so much. I set aside this time. I want to take off a day. I want to be with you. You know, that's vulnerable. That's putting yourself out there. And that's something that a lot of guys struggle with. Vulnerability is really confidence. You know, like guys think that it means weakness and the opposite of confidence. But being vulnerable is really a form of confidence because you're putting yourself out there. That's why women respond to it so much. And that's why it's in the romance books is being vulnerable. These men are vulnerable all over the place in romance novels, you know. So so what you need to do is you need to think about the A game that you would bring to the table if you got a million dollars for having sex with your wife. And then you need to do that. Like, you really need to try it out. You need to act as though the world is going to end if you don't have sex by the end of whatever weekend is coming up. And you need to try your very, very hardest. And if she says, basically, I'm not having sex with you no matter what, then you pretty – if sex is important to you, you got two options. Uh, one is to say, well, we don't have much for a marriage then, and uh, maybe we should think about splitting or – and my favorite one response out of those two would be we need to get to couples counseling because if, if if you really feel that distant from me that you cannot even imagine being intimate with me no matter how much I try, then uh, we obviously have very different perspectives on marriage and closeness and we are not going to be happy with one another until we try to work through some of this and see what a middle ground could be. And I really want us to go see somebody and talk to somebody about it to try to get the marriage on track, you know, because we are then so obvious obviously, uh, misaligned and misattuned that, you know, we, we, we can't, we can't fix it ourselves. You know, I mean, here, here I am. And always be honest, say, I have been trying to get laid like crazy. Not because, you know, I don't remember how to masturbate, but because I love you, that's how I transmit love. And we don't have a romantic relationship, which I yearn for that is manifested to me through sex. If there's literally no way that you're telling me that, that I could, you know, feel close to you physically, then This is not the marriage I want, and obviously if you feel that way, there must be reasons that this is not the marriage that you want. Otherwise, you would probably be willing to try. Since you're not willing to try, I've got to conclude that I've disappointed you grievously, and I want to know how and how I could rectify it. There are very few women that will just be like, "Mm, you know, good speech, but no. No. No, I mean, if you say, like, literally, this is not the marriage I want. I want to figure out what, what went wrong. We obviously have different philosophies on marriage. I want to work together on figuring out if there's a middle ground. Unless your wife is so far out of it already that she does not want anything to do with you, in which case it's better you know that now, then she will probably come to the table and play ball, you know, and she will probably go to couples counseling, and then you could figure out if she ever is going to have sex with you again. Kind of good to know. You know, I mean, there's plenty of guys who wish that they had a time machine and they could go back to themselves 10 or 20 years ago and be like, man, you're going to get laid about three times in the next two decades. So why don't you get out of Dodge right now? You know, and you know what? Uh, in two decades from now, one or two, you're going to wish that you could go back to this moment and figure out if you are ever going to have any sort of intimate romantic life again. And as I've discussed ad nauseum. Sex is not about sex. It is about intimacy. And so what you're really saying is, will I ever have a romantic, intimate relationship with my wife again? Um, and if not, I kind of need to know that right now so that I can make decisions accordingly about how I want to spend the rest of my life. And that is your, your uh, prerogative, you know? Like that is something that you should be doing. If you think that marriage should have a romantic component and your spouse doesn't, I would tell both men and women the same thing. You got to figure figure shit out, like figure out why should you be living in a complete romantic deficit, an intimacy deficit. Nobody deserves that no matter what you did in the past. Whatever, and if she hates you because you cheated or because you drank too much or because of various empathic ruptures, you got to get into counseling and work through that and see if there is any future at all. Because when people just let these things go for too long, they end up in a place where they are irreconcilable and even the most skilled marital counselor cannot make any headway because both people are out. You know, they both have one foot out or one person has two feet out uh, and the other person doesn't, which still averages to one foot out each, which is not a good situation. Sometimes it can work, but please don't put your hopes in the, all, all of your eggs in the basket of that marital counseling can help even if we push it off another five years. No, the minute that you think that it would be a good idea, the minute the intimacy starts to slide, of course, I don't mean like when your wife has just given birth and you haven't had sex in six weeks. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying if it has been a couple of years since you have had the intimate life since you've wanted, counseling. Counseling. Is, is, the time is now. The time is now. Some people really, you know, respond to a wake-up call and this could be your wake-up call. If you could not get your wife to have sex with you for a million dollars, And if you're a woman in this situation, by the way, because there are, if you could not get your husband to have sex with you for a million dollars, as I've talked about repeatedly, this is even more demoralizing for women because, you know, as I've said, men have higher sex drives overall. So you are in a different sort of situation that's more unusual. And then you feel even worse about yourself because this is, you know, not at all anything that's in the popular media. Although, of course, there are men with lower sex drives than their wives. Um, It's just it makes you feel even worse, honestly, as a woman. You know, and that's the women that I work with, they feel just like total freaks when they're in this situation where they're pursuing their husband, their husband won't have sex with them. So get yourself into couples counseling if you're in that situation even quicker, you know, because it's such a much more unusual situation. So it may really indicate profound depression or low testosterone in the man. But this was a little bit of a, of a tangent. Okay, so what are you going to do? You're going to think about whether you can get your wife to have sex with you for a million dollars, then you're going to act like that like that's the situation that you're currently in, like you're in that sci-fi movie or that short story, and then you are going to uh, execute. If you fail to execute, you will take that as a sign from the heavens that you need to pursue couples counseling immediately, and you will give your wife a very soulful, honest, and sincere and eloquent oration, um, you, or at least just literally say, we need to go to couples counseling because I can't get laid to save my life, and that's how I express love, and so this is a real real bad sign for our marriage and it's terrifying honestly I didn't know that we were doing that bad and I'm sure a lot of it is me and we got to get into couples counseling to fix it you know I mean, really. And that'll really set the frame because then you're being completely honest. Not having sex is a big issue for me. I have never really realized how unable to execute I would be, quite honestly. And it is a terrifying sign. Uh, It is just like you could say to your wife, it is just like if you spent the entire weekend getting me to say I love you and you couldn't. That is how terrified I feel right now because uh, my love language is intimacy. You know, and um, if you're in the situation where you couldn't get her to have sex with you, it's likely that she wouldn't kiss you or hug you either. So you could even say that. I have been trying to kiss you or and hug you and be close for the whole weekend, and I can't. If you could kiss her and hug her, by the way, then you're just not trying hard enough, most likely, to have sex with her, unless you guys are in a culture where, like, she has her period and that's just, like, never, ever done ever, or, like, she's sick and that's the end of the world, or, like, whatever. Uh, By the way, I'm going to be uh, talking next about when women have chronic pain, but it only uniquely impacts one thing. Guess what that is? Um, And uh, so that'll be an interesting one if you guys think you're in that situation. All right. Well, I'll talk to you all soon. Have a great day. I hope you got something out of this and please do follow my advice and try and may the force be with you.